0: On this week's episode of Hey Sis, Eat This, Whitney tells me all about how Mama Ashley has been using up her expired freezer items to develop new dishes. We also share our personal proven remedy if you accidentally eat rotten food. Then we have the pleasure of sitting down with the adorable and charming Bras sisters. These three sisters who hail from Dallas, Texas, just like us, tell us what it was like having a mother so special that they actually refer to her as Saint Lori because she is that virtuous. These girls cover their favorite dishes, getting in trouble at the dinner table, one disastrous birthday, and how sweet Mama St. Lori kept four kids in line. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show.
1: Grab your fork and grab your knife. Morning,
2: afternoon, and night. Mama's recipe and mine. We're about to have a good time. Hey, sis, eat this. Hey sis. Hey sis. Happy morning. Happy morning to you. Top of the morning to you darling. Top of the morning. How's it going over there? Well I'm just a little off. I'm not
0: gonna lie. I have Mm -hmm. been uh I've neglected to pick up my medication at CVS.
2: The one that Cures all my avenues. Oh, no. Are you having the whooshes and the zaps?
0: I am. I'm feeling oh. a little, Um, my
2: equilibrium's off a little bit.
0: So if I slide out of my chair
2: <laughs> like, while we're talking. Don't, don't do any yoga it. today if your equilibrium's uh, off.
0: I'm, I'm heading straight to CBS after this phone call because I've got to get my meds straight. You need to get your shit
2: together. It's, yeah. It's, or it's not going to be a good day. Right. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. go sliding down those stairs. God, no, no, I can barely walk in a straight line. Bring your C&I dog, Daisy. Yeah,
0: exactly. So what's happening on uh, Viewside Drive
2: in Dallas? Well, we did the freezer audit last week. Right. Mama has a... Uh been really taking the challenge of the shishito pesto very seriously. Oh, good. <laughs>
0: so she actually got to her expired menu items.
2: Yes. she And she took the salsa out, you know, Lance's 2021 yeah. salsa. I went over there yesterday and she's like, well, that salsa's still good. And I tried it and it was good. It was. <laughs> I don't know if I would necessarily... Did you
0: detect any kind of not rottenness, because I'm sure it wasn't rotten, but was it, did it have sort of like a freezer burn taste or anything to it?
2: I think it's hard because I know it's two years old. And so Mm -hmm. in my mind,
0: prejudging, yes,
2: (laughs) I feel bad for that.
0: It would have been better if you had a side by side, like a fresh and a freezer.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily going to go and pour myself a bowl and bring up some chips, you know?
0: Yeah. Was this was this that yummy smoked salsa mm. that Lance makes in the smoker? I mean, yes, that is such an incredible salsa. We really should put that on our website, because
2: it's special. We should. It was our really good friend Austin's birthday this weekend. And we got him the same smoker for his birthday. Ooh. I know because his wife Lauren said that He's got one of the like the big ones. That's like the pain in the ass to do with the pellets Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And our little electric smoker is just the best thing in the world.
0: Oh, I'm just saying my birthday was last week
2: and I haven't received anything. Oh, your present is coming. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to put in a smoker request. Oh, would you want one? Yes, I've been wanting one for a while now. I did not know this. Yeah, I do. I just don't know where to put it. But if yours is small, then. Oh, no, it's like a mini fridge. But honestly, we put it on a little rack, like a little rolling rack. Mm -hmm. And you could just put it on your side yard.
0: Yeah, I know. I need to get one. I'm embarrassed that I have a cooking podcast and I don't even have a (laughs) smoker. I'm a
2: fraud. I don't think everybody has a smoker, you know. But but we should definitely get you one. Anywho. So what happened with all the other expired stuff? Those were kind of the only expired things, the shishitos and the, or shoshitos, as Mama likes it my shoshitos. She did not take out the pork chops, so I don't know what's going on there, but you know how we made all those salts for Christmas? So oh, yeah. as a Christmas present, Mama and I got together and we did like a sage and shallot salt and a garlic mm-hmm. rosemary salt. Um just for the listeners out there. And it was really fun. And we, we put them in these cute little spice jars and we gave them out to friends. And she has now taken that, you know, she went on the salt train. Like she just kept mm, yeah, making she really all of these got into salts it. Mm-hmm. and, you know, come over and taste this. I'm like, mom, I can't taste any more salts. Okay. Now she's moved on to butter, homemade butter. Oh, and wow. now she's incorporating the salts that we made into the butter. <laughs>
0: God, this she's really she. This has taken on a life
2: of its own. I know it's actually really cute, and so she sent me home with a bunch of homemade butter yesterday. And how is it? It's really good. I mean, the truffle one isn't as truffley as I would like, but you know, it's fine. Oh my
0: God! Wait, speaking of butter, I have a funny story. Oh, what? So. <laughs> Actually, in light of expiration dates and butter, Mm -hmm. this kind of just um, occurred to me. So, you know, um, you know how we have our butter bells where we put, I, I put, you know, for those who don't know, you can take, you don't actually have to refrigerate butter. Right. And you can take one of these like little butter bells, which is like a little dish, kind of a ceramic dish. You can put it on your countertop or in a in a cabinet in a in a cool space, and you can just use it, and it becomes soft butter.
2: Right. My question is because you know you're supposed to like put water in it to like seal it. I don't ever put water in it.
0: I just, I just take a hunk of butter. I just take a stick of butter out of the refrigerator. I let it come to room Mm temp, and then I just put it in that butter bell. And I know there's supposed to be water in there. I don't do it. I don't either. (laughs) I haven't died yet. And I've had it for years. No one's ever died. Jason like refuses to eat it. He's worried. He's he's like (laughs) so skeptical of butter because you know, growing up, his mother would never have done this. She's very cautious. She's like the opposite of mom. She's very cautious of expiration (laughs) dates. So he. Always looks at me like, um, I looked it up on the internet, and butter needs to be between, you know, this. And I was like, it's it's fine in mom's. Fine. I'm like, it'll be fine. fine, it'll be fine. <laughs> and so anyway, I serve it to my kids like every morning right. on toast and stuff like that. Well, the past couple of weeks have been crazy, and I've been traveling a lot, and I just I guess I hadn't checked the butter bell. And I mm-hmm. I I took some butter out of the bell and I put it on some matzah for Vivi. Mm-hmm. In the morning, and she takes a fight, and she's like, "Mommy, mommy!" And I'm like, "What?" She's like, "For some reason, this this butter tastes like blue cheese." <gasps>
2: Oh my God.
0: And I was like, spread it out. And she's like, what? And I'm like, and she, I, they love blue cheese. So I was thinking, <laughs> like, maybe it's really I really like, Yeah. She's like, this butter tastes like blue cheese. I'm like, no, no, no. And then I I realized, oh God, that's probably been in there too long. So she's like, am I going to be sick? And I was like, you'll be fine. Just spit it out. <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just spit it out. Spit it out. And nothing happened to her. She was fine. So mom is right. I mean, you know, it probably was a little expired, a little oh. rotten. It had, started to grow mold I'm sure and look she is fine not even diarrhea okay i'm just going to say that
2: it reminds me of there was one time when we were all living together and we're going to throw some party and we get out the mm-hmm. hummus and the hummus yeah and like you me and jay all take a bite and we're like oh it's bad it's gone bad And we're like, tequila shots, that'll cure
0: us. (laughs) Well, that was his, our friend's brother-in-law's like thing that if you eat some sort of rotten thing, you can take a tequila shot and it'll kill whatever bacteria (laughs) is in your stomach. And by the way, I have used that since then. I went to a really sketchy dinner party one night and... And the food was, it just, I knew it wasn't right. So I didn't want to be rude. So I ate it, but then I came home and I took a shot of tequila and I didn't get
2: sick. That's really funny. I think this is a tip. (laughs) I think it works. Why not?
0: This is a challenge for our listeners. If you eat a little something rotten you didn't mean to just take a shot of tequila let's see where it leaves you the next day yeah and and you can only have one shot of tequila by the way like don't have like five and then blame us that you're sick as a dog because that would be the tequila
2: not the rotten food and i guess you can't really send your 10 year old off to school with tequila on her breath
0: no this is not (laughs) for children this would be for those 18 and over (laughs) 21 and over i'm kidding.
2: Well, I think uh, before we get into this episode, we should probably do another promotion of National Sibling Day. Yeah, guys, we need your stories. We need your stories. April 10th is National Sibling Day, and we really want to celebrate it and put together a special episode of an accumulation of stories about siblings. Funny stories. Yeah, funny stories. So whether you have a story about getting into trouble with your sibling, whether you have a story about getting drunk with your sibling, what was our other topic?
0: Fight, if you get in a fight with With your sibling.
2: Really anything. Also, and
0: if any of these stories include your mom too, you get bonus points. Like if your mom broke up the fight, if you were drunk with your
2: mom, you know, that kind of, think of those and and we're open to really any subject or topic of your choice. So please call mm-hmm. in. Uh, you should probably go ahead and tell the number because I always mess it okay, up. Okay, I have to look it up. I've <laughs> written it down in my little book. While she's um, getting the actual digits, it is 866-4-HEY-SIS.
0: It's 866-443-9747. Why I can't remember that? every week i don't know i've got a problem but i also am under medicated at the moment so <laughs> my brain's not running on full cylinders
2: <laughs> well we want to hear from y'all so please call in well let's get into the episode yes because let's do this it. one's
0: a sweet one it's so sweet yeah these girls are amazing um Today, we're going to introduce you to the Braz sisters, B-R-O-A-S. And it's not it's not pronounced Broaz, which we all thought. It's actually right. Braz. And it's a Polish name, I believe, you know, because we like Polish people on this podcast. If you're from Minnesota or you're <laughs> Polish or maybe a combination of the both, it, you're a Haysys guest automatically. Somehow it
2: just turns out we have a lot of Polish Midwestern guests. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe not, we should start hashtagging... Polish on our, yeah, our posts. Yeah. but
0: because of that, we're getting all sorts of good recipes. We really are. I know, and we'll get into that in a minute. But, you know, again, and, and you'll hear me mention what a shitty mom I am in this podcast because... Their mother, Lori, they call her St. Lori because she's so incredible. Mm -hmm. It's like all the things she did for them in their childhood. I just made me like, oh, my God, I'm like such a bad mom. You know,
2: we could actually make a drinking game out of it. If you're listening to this episode and you have a cocktail every time Courtney says, Oh God, I'm an awful mom.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and it actually was, and it was confirmed this weekend because it's, it's just so apropos that we released this episode this week, right after, um, my daughter's birthday, her 10th birthday. And, you know, we didn't do anything crazy, but we did have a couple of little girls over to spend the night over the weekend, um, for her party. and. I didn't even get a cake. She just said she wanted ice cream, so it was just a small group. So I just let them make sundays, which they got all over my couch. It's oh, okay, good. I'm I'm over it. Um, and uh, you think you listen to this episode and you hear what this mother oh did for these girls' birthdays and their slumber parties? Yeah. And I just I'm like, God, I'm a loser, but no, that's okay. I'm I'm gonna try harder.
2: You had a lot going on. I did have a lot going on, and let's be honest, like I know I don't have that creativity bone about coming up with some of the birthday projects and things that she did i just don't have it nor do i have the desire to do it yeah
0: yeah i mean hopefully our guests will get some ideas some recipes um and it was fun because they they, these girls grew up in in dallas right outside of dallas um, where we're from and their parents also love to entertain like our parents so we had a lot of similarities and uh, it's just a great, sweet episode. And this woman, Lori, is uh, just wonderful. We So we can't wait to introduce you all to this family.
2: Yes. And they're just such a close-knit group, which we really relate to. But also, I think we got some really yummy recipes mm-hmm. from this. Yeah. And this is another mama that I really want us to go cook with because she know, sounds like so to much fun. And they have some... Polish recipes up in there. And I can't wait to listen to this again and post those recipes. Well, let's get into it.
0: And we hope you love this episode as much as we did.
2: Please enjoy. We have a little disclaimer for this episode. When we recorded it a while back, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And the audio is a wee bit rough at the beginning. But we promise it's just as enjoyable and hilarious as our other episodes. So just stick with us. Hey, sis.
0: Hey, sis. So I'm feeling some real sister love in this room today.
2: I know. This room is filled with some amazing sisters. And there's some cowgirls up in here because we are all from Texas and raised in Dallas.
0: I love that. But it's funny because one of the sisters lives near you in Dallas, and these other two sisters live near me in LA.
2: But the amazing thing is, is we're actually all in LA today for this recording, and we'd like to welcome Rachel, Samantha, Audrey, Bras to Jesus hey, Ethos.
3: Welcome, girls.
0: Hi. Hi. Welcome, sisters. We're so happy to have you, but I wanna give a little background about these three sisters that we have here today. Um, Rachel and Sam are the brilliant creative powerhouses behind the Smoke Sisters Studio, which is a Los Angeles based marketing company. They're also co-owners of the fashion brand, Alora Mercado, which is a beautiful line of elevated basics inspired by the sisters many travels to Italy. Rachel also created the uber-successful travel blog, Rachel Lauren Lucy. Sister Audrey here is the culinary expert of the family. Audrey attended culinary and pastry school in Florence, Italy. She's now the manager and events coordinator at Rise Number 1 Restaurant. And for our listeners who don't know what Rise is, it's a restaurant in Dallas that is an incredibly special place that specializes in the art of souffles. In her free time, she owns Oddsare at Odds Are I'm Baking. And it's a confection company where she is the head pastry chef.
2: Best name ever, by the way, for that.
0: (laughs) Odds Are I'm Baking. I love it.
2: So... Three of you sisters are here today, but you have a brother, Peter, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so where do you all fall in line of ages? So I'm the oldest. That is your name. (laughs) I, Rachel, am the second oldest.
1: And then I, Audrey, am the third oldest or youngest sister,
3: however you want to think of it. And then we have one more sibling in the family, which is Peter, and he is the baby of the family. How many years apart are you? So Sam and I are a little under two years apart, and then Audrey, to me, is three years, and then Peter is six years younger than Audrey. So from Sam to Peter, we have 11 years in between.
2: Since Peter can't
3: be with us today, tell us a little bit about him. you imagine, like, the cute boy in your high school? That's Peter. He's adorable. And as much as we all want to be like, Peter gets what he wants, or like, Peter's... We we all put Peter on a pedestal. We love him. We think he <laughs> is the cutest and the funniest and he can dance and can sing and can play sports oh. and is smart. And he was just homecoming king. Way oh, cooler, way wow. cooler than us. any of us of ever were. We yeah. were like nerdy, but played sports. And, you know, we're just kind of quirky. <laughs> but like we played Quidditch at the park with our friends on Fridays. What, and what is Quidditch again? It's the Harry Potter where you like ride a broom. <laughs>
1: claim that to yourself
2: pretty <laughs> dorky guys me. pretty dorky okay oh my god i'm but, thinking uh, it's like some sort of like what's the um british game that's played with the bats mm, cricket Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly but we're playing quidditch and then peter and his girlfriend got homecoming king and homecoming queen both Aww. of them and we'll have to show you a picture after that's a big like deal in texas yeah, too they're oh, very that is big
0: Well, let's have some appetizers. Rachel, we're dying to hear about Mama Lori.
3: So tell us a little bit about her. She Uh, is genuinely the nicest person you'll ever meet, and she... Is always just doing something for someone else you walk in the door for example this past weekend we were home for her birthday and it was a big weekend we all came in to surprise her and she actually got her wisdom teeth out two days before we got Stop home it. <laughs> at what age yeah she just turned 60 it was her 60th birthday whole big weekend and her dentist called and said we actually have to push your surgery up a week so she got her wisdom teeth out on her 60th birthday Oh my God. poor thing! And you know naturally and that usually like, happens on your 16th birthday, not your 60th. But hey, I know. Poor thing. They told her her entire life she was good, and then she went and they're like, "You really need to get these out." So you Aww. know, a different 60th birthday than most people celebrate. But in natural St. Lori fashion, we all come home for the weekend. We surprise her. We fly in from LA, and within three hours, she's like, "Can I make you some tea?" And I'm like, Aww. "Mom." you're like you're injured you're, you're the patient taking care of us and she's like okay well do you guys want a dessert we could go get some and she is just a caretaker. the greatest of all time and such a caretaker and was born to be a mom and we see other people's moms all the time and we're like oh <laughs> <laughs> they don't have our mom and she is the best and the you know the joke with our parents is that our friends are friends with us for our parents oh i love that and yeah. we'll go out of town and our friends will still come over to our house and hang out with our parents wow that's so, a testament to them yeah mama Lori is everyone's best friend she was born and raised in ohio was a computer science major wow. but she always had like culinary and floral design were like her two passions. So she always wished she could own a bakery or own a floral shop. But you know, back then her mom was like, you gotta get that corporate degree. So now you girls are the creative dreams that she manifested
0: for you guys, which is-
3: Exactly. right. As, As much as she wishes that we maybe did some computer things whenever we were going to college and she got to have the mom nerves that her mom had, She produced four children that all really want to do creative things. Right.
2: Okay. So there's four kids under one roof. That dinner table probably was packed. (laughs) What was it like growing up at that dinner table?
4: Hectic. (laughs) (laughs) More or less like everyone is talking at once all the time. And so many people come over and are like, how do you guys sit like this all the time? And for us, it doesn't seem that crazy because... (laughs) Everyone's talking to somebody at a different time, but you all, we know how to listen to everyone. Um, but, and it's almost like shenanigans happen. We've never had a formal dinner. I think the craziness sounds like a lot of fun though.
3: We were talking about the water gun fights or like pouring of water. Oh, that used to happen at our table. Um,
4: Spitballs. My dad, big on spit. Just (laughs) And, And then my mom is like, we need to all stop we need to all stop right now
1: she's like a disciplinarian (laughs) and the hardest thing is like the spitball fights don't even aren't even contained just at like our family's kitchen table it has moved to like olive gardens oh no and it's gone from like hitting my dad and my brother to servers (laughs) to (laughs) no and it's just like who's gonna notice also, to
3: clarify what a spitball yeah, is for please. someone who might not know, it is like getting it, I don't know why you call it a spitball, but it's like getting wet the straw wrapper in a straw. Right. And then like shooting yeah. the little wrapper at someone, which my dad just knew that's the quickest way for all of his kids to think he's the funniest person. Laugh, sure. Yeah. Do that he's going for things. the last. Mm-hmm. And Lori's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. And it was the quickest way to make St. Lori just have a heart attack. Right. So, Audrey, you mentioned before
0: that your mother is M- Mama Laurie, St. Laurie, shall Saint we say, Lauren, yes. uh,
3: loves to cook. So is she an incredible cook? What's her specialty? What are some of the standout dishes? Oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, growing up, I feel like we almost
1: had like a set regimen of what we ate. But like everything was also kind of different. Um, we always had spaghetti. We always had tacos. But it was always somehow with a twist. Mm -hmm. um her in my personal opinion her lasagna is like the most to die for thing ever Mm, it's incredible she has really good chicken parm um i think all of us after studying abroad in italy came back and realized that like her chicken parm is the best chicken parm we've ever had wow um and i don't know why i don't know what makes it so incredible like there's there's no way to put it into words it's
2: love Love.
1: Um, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I think that's it. Whitney,
0: that's I I'm 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 feeling a buy now button coming on. I feel like this is one. Perhaps. That I need to put on the
2: Let's site. Let's see what else is happening.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but she's uh, she's 100% Polish, so she definitely has oh. some Polish um cuisine that she brings to the dinner table. Um uh, one of Sam's favorites that she requests every single time she comes home is roast beef and kaluski. Oh,
4: Sam, tell us about this. It is incredible. My birthday was like a week ago and I told my mom, I don't want to go out. I just want you to make roast beef and, and she And of course, Peter was like, we had that last week. While you here. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, but that's OK. We can have it again. So we had it again. And it is. Yeah, describe it. We try. I will say Russell tried attempted. He, he did a pretty good job. Attempted to remake it really good. It just took about three
3: hours.
4: (laughs) Russell is your husband, Rachel. Okay. And he tried to make it for it. It's just not the same. And then my mom will say it's so easy. Oh, right. Yeah. But we have a mom like that too. Sure. She cooks the roast beef all day. She'll get up at like 5am when she takes, when she gets Peter ready for school and the roast beef cooks all day and it sits there. And then the Kluski is kind of like a dumpling, so to speak. It's literally flour, water, egg. Correct me if I'm wrong. Salt from scratch. Mm-hmm. Yes, all from scratch. She puts it in like a little bowl, wisps it, and then you almost just scoop it with a spoon and drop it into the water and it boils and they rise to the top. But then she lets them soak in like the roast beef juice mm. and we oh. make we make warmed carrots and all these things. And then they all like roast and kind of sit in the crock pot together at the end. It is That's to it. die for. Sounds like it. And the most incredible meal. And it's warm and it, like they're all, it doesn't have a soupy feel but it has like that, just
2: stew, warm stew. hearted. Yeah.
4: It sounds like a pierogi a little bit.
3: Similar, yes. Okay. It is similar. Pierogies have something in them, don't they? Yes. I yes. think so. Yeah. So Kaluski is just the noodle, there's nothing inside okay. them, but. Just as I'm asking as because I learned about pierogies on this podcast from
0: this other group of Polish kids that were not kids, adults, up. <laughs> <laughs> possibly in their 50s. We but, had some
2: 12 year olds um, on the, I on the podcast. Kids,
0: but um, So I find it so interesting because I'm learning about all of these new foods that I never knew
3: existed.
1: Real meat and potatoes kind yes, of
4: meals. I agree. Right. And they're so delicious. Well, She's, when
3: you've got a lot of fancier ones that she... Would love to make, but makes it very clear that she doesn't make because all of us as kids did not want to eat the like fancy little Polish toppings and sauerkraut and all the things we we're like, Mom, that is very gross. And now as adults, we're like, where's all the flavor things we didn't get to try as Polish people? And she was like, I tried. Yeah, I tried very hard. I put
2: those to bed. <laughs>
3: I mean, that is such a common thing that we
0: hear people talking about is that their moms tried to present these really sophisticated and elevated meals and the kids were just like, I just want pasta with butter, (laughs) you know? And so, but then as an adult, you have come full circle and are not only perhaps making it yourself, but wanting your mom to recreate these incredible recipes that you grew up with and snubbed when you were younger.
2: So, Rachel, were there any dreaded dishes that mom would make? You'd come home and be like, ugh.
3: But my story, which I don't know what you two were just giggling about, was (laughs) that there was a meal that I did not finish as a child. And I was known to, like, stand up and go away from the table all the time and like go to the bathroom. And like, if I didn't like something, I would like try and spit it out in the sink in the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> you know, do whatever you take. My mom was like, we were an idiots. like, we knew you were trying to distract us from you, not eating your food. And I actually think it was roast beef and Kaluski, and I liked oh. it. I just, for some reason did not want to eat it. And I don't know what it was, but our parents were very big on like, our kids are not going to be picky eaters. Uh-huh. And so my dad was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get my belt and i'm just gonna buckle you to your seat <laughs> oh my god you have to finish your meal so i was like game on dad and naturally i sat there until i fell asleep and oh. at midnight he was like fine go to bed and i went to bed just smile as wide as my face thinking i beat the system yeah in what age the cold um this was an elementary school like older elementary school probably. okay so- Is she still that stubborn potentially <laughs> mm-hmm. are you at taurus I'm not. I'm Leo. But the best part was that I woke up the next morning and my mom put my leftovers on my plate and I had to eat them before I went to school for breakfast. Oh, God. That is hardcore. So uh, parents win in our house. Oh,
2: that would be a fun joke just to play on a kid, even if even though if you're not going to make them do it, just like a fun joke.
0: Seriously, I need to I need to get a little. Stricter, I like that story. Well, and I don't think that for this because I was too young, but according to Mama Ashley, she said, uh, There was a night where I gave you chicken tenders and you didn't want to eat it, so I told you you had to eat every last bit, and you spent the whole night throwing up, so I never made you finish anything again. <laughs> so I was like, Okay, you,
2: you so, know, she didn't say throwing up, you know, she was like, You spent the whole night ralphing in the bathroom, Yeah,
0: something along those lines, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I wasn't gonna clean that up again, forget that, yeah. <laughs> So, oh, God. Well, that's funny. Moving on, Whitney.
2: Okay, so we've had our appetizers. Now it's time for the main course.
0: So other than Mama Ashley letting us eat birthday cake for breakfast for about a month after our birthdays until it was dried out it's basically because she just didn't want to make us breakfast i'm pretty sure that's why sam what
4: did mama Lori do for you and your siblings during birthdays birthdays were a holiday in themselves for all of us Mm. the first thing she would do is like our house was decorated to the nines and when we say that in like a fun kind of You know, nothing fancy, but streamers, balloons, handmade signs, everything. And my parents wake up, you know, before the sun every day, no matter what. So it was one of those things like, okay, is it safe to go down yet? Is everything going to be decorated? But when you walk downstairs, the kitchen, when you walk down our stairs, the first thing you kind of see is the living room and the kitchen. And it was streamers hung from the ceiling in every color you could imagine. Balloons everywhere. Usually some type of whatever you liked for breakfast kind of laying out ready to go. And then the table was filled with presents and, you know, from small things to big things. And it was just making sure that your day was your day and you felt special. And so, you know, even now to this day, I feel like nothing has changed. Um, she will send, get, or like boxes to our houses now with Plates, streamers, oh, things for you. That's like, incredible. oh, I don't know if you guys have things planned, but I sent a box of things for you to be prepared. Go over and decorate Rachel's house for her. Oh, she's incredible. And so thoughtful. things like that. But we had incredible parties one time. I think I was in middle school. Um, I had a scavenger hunt party. Yeah, fun. And it was over the entire city of McKinney. And it went from things from you know, go to the bookstore and find a specific book that they had left clues in. Go to, we had to go to Hooters and take a picture. <laughs> take a picture with all of the waitresses and um, then they had a clue to give us next. Stop it. I wonder and if our mom or dad planned that. I was, yeah. <laughs> we doesn't um, sound like St. Louis. Exactly. Right. So she was probably traumatized yeah. that we had to do that. We yeah. had, you know, hotel birthdays and yeah. fun different things. But even if it was with like, Three friends or like 15 friends. I feel like it was always over the top and never anything expensive, but just thought out. Yes. And it made us always feel so special, which was even till today is always like such a great feeling. And that's why we want to go all out for them also an expense even though they tell us not to right we want to make sure that it's always reciprocated so sweet
2: that's so sweet
3: god i feel like a shitty mom after that.
2: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna start making boxes and send them to your house for your kids jesus yeah
3: i know if you, if you need us to come to your I house so. for your girls and just set it up for birthdays we're Wait. willing
2: rachel tell us about your birthdays
3: oh man i'm trying to think about what my best birthday was i mean i think the first one that comes to mind is I had a Lizzie McGuire scene, six <laughs> party, and they rented out. Wait, what Lizzie McGuire again? Who's that? Oh, it's Hillary Duff. Duff. Oh, okay, okay. I want oh, to see it. Amanda
0: Bynes. Like, okay, it, got
1: it, got
2: it. I only know her from Younger because I'm too old for the yeah, Lizzie McGuire.
1: Oh, the show Younger.
3: Yes. It was slightly traumatizing because my mom spent all this money to get me two cookie cakes that had Lizzie McGuire on them. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought it was just the greatest of all times. And whenever I was walking out of the house to go to the party, I was carrying them and I tripped. Oh, no. And I dropped them, and thankfully they were like aqua and pink, so they just looked like tie dye. when I picked them up, and they didn't—they stayed in the plastic container. But I remember seeing my mom's face, like, "Play cool, no one's sadder than Rachel." Yeah. <laughs> but it was reality, like, I just paid Kroger forty-five dollars to paint Lizzie McGuire on these cakes, and now it looks like something out of a horror movie. <laughs> but I mean, I think honestly, birthday parties for me. They were fun and I remember them, but I feel like I just always remember what mom made. I had a sleepover party at my house when I was 10. And so I got to invite 10 girls to sleepover. And my mom made this long cake where she took Twinkies and she put 10 Twinkies and she used the icing and like painted over to where the icing looked like a sleeping bag. And then she individually decorated every single Twinkie. With the girl's eye color and hair color. So what? it looked like my 10 friends were sleeping over. This is what I Okay, sad. This is art, you guys. It's this art. is unbelievable. I've never heard it. Do you have a picture of this? I I wish I did. I was literally sitting here thinking, this is Do what makes me sad. Do you realize how big
0: this would be on Pinterest or oh. something if you. She I, there's got to be a sensation.
3: Like an actual photo. You got to
0: find it somewhere. We'll That's have unreal. to search. We'll have to oh.
3: search. but. We could really make like a vintage Instagram of mom's things that didn't get to exist because social media didn't exist back then, but she would, she'd be a real sensation. The reason why we're doing this is to tell these stories about these moms
2: that are just so incredible that these stories haven't been told. Oh, I love that. It's like everything that went on behind the scenes that we kind of all took for granted in a way, but they were really like pioneers and they were creative or they cooked or they did fun things to make us all feel special and like, make the world work.
4: You had a puppy party, mom made, you were small. Oh, that was like my third birthday or something but crazy. Mom thinks about that. Like yes, she yeah, made I, dog I like felt dog ears thought out for every single person. <gasps> There's pictures of oh, in our backyard. We are gonna need those. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs>
2: she has photos definitely of have those. Oh. So I'm I'm going to Lori's house. Ha- we're, we're going to Lori's house together. <laughs> she would, Okay, she would Audrey. You. Let's okay. do it.
1: Yeah, we uh there is a cabinet in our kitchen that is technically for appliances. <laughs> that is filled with boxes of photos mm-hmm. and it's like my dad's least favorite <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> cabinet of our house um and then i think it kind of got cleared out when we started cleaning our and like renovating our kitchen during covid um but it has now moved into a file cabinet upstairs and it's like the like the six compartment mm. file cabinet and every single little like walgreens Label. envelope is labeled with the date and then like if there's certain photos there's like a story behind it or like what it was written on the back. Wow. Like every little detail. That's really special, painted. you guys. That's really yeah, yeah, she unique. Is. She's incredible.
2: You know what Mama Ashley did? She just had all of the photos in a giant box in the cabinet, you know, by the living room, by the... Mm-hmm. and. I remember. It was a yeah. mess. And so then at one point she decided, this is, you know, two moves from our original house she decided that she was going to go through all the photos and she did label them in ziploc baggies for us and was like here you go here you're all your photos get this
0: <laughs> shit out of my house like yes. that's what she was yes. like
2: it wasn't like i'm going to put a scrapbook together for you it's like here are all your photos get them out yes. you want these camp these camp
0: photos from 1984 i don't want them i didn't want to throw them out because if you want them you can have them but otherwise i'll just throw them out like just throw them out like
2: So when we were growing up, Mama Ashley loved to host parties, but now, you know, I live three houses down. So she just kind of puts all the party hosting on me so that now I'm responsible for all the cleanup and the cleaning of. So what was Mama Lori like on the party hosting? Did you guys have great parties? Did she have lots of friends over?
3: So we have an annual Christmas Eve party that... I mean, I think last year would have, I think we calculated it, it would have been like our 13th year or 16th year, oh, cool. something a long time. We throw this Christmas party every year. And I like to say, whenever I wake up in the morning, I just stand up out of bed and I start singing Cinderella, Cinderella, <laughs> because I just go downstairs and you have this list and it is to the nines with detail of Cleaning the blinds. <laughs> that mama, that St. Laurie's made for you. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I She's... get the Cinderella <laughs> That is hilarious. <laughs> so it is this list. And I think that is actually the only time I like waking up decently because whoever gets down there first gets dibs on your chores. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, so, so they're not, they're not Peter passed out by has me. not caught on to that yet, that he needs to get up earlier if he doesn't want all of the terrible chores. Still a teenager. But yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, you know, if we're going to go with St. Laurie's, St. Audrey is the other saint when it comes to party hosting because Audrey gets up when the sun is not even up and she helps cook all the food. Mm. So Sam and I have realized, like, okay, okay, we'll clean the blinds because, <laughs> the you know, <laughs> we, we are not worthy of <laughs> the same kitchen tasks that Audrey is worthy of. But we throw this party and we have. 30 to 40 family friends over and it's a blast. We have done it since we were little. And it has become, you know, something that is so special to us. And we try to carry on now with all of our friends and get them to come so that it continues to grow and live on. But the cleaning side of it is something we will joke about, I think, till the day we die. So Rachel said that you, Audrey, cook all the food
2: what are the items? Are there new items? Are there the traditional ones that you've made for years and years and years? Family recipes. The
1: number one thing
2: is pigs in a blanket,
1: mm. which is like the most uncomplex thing that could ever get made.
2: And do you use like the little Vienna, the Vienna, Vienna but, but, sausages, yes, and you just get Pillsbury?
1: Yep, yes, Pillsbury crescent rolls. Um, they are Sam's favorite thing to make because then she eats the crescent roll dough. I really I like there's before it's cooked. <laughs> it's oh, <so> okay. <laughs> Sometimes I I, I throw a, salmonella
0: a little salmonella
1: written on the yeah maybe <laughs> too much uh raw cookie dough yeah. for salmonella to affect us anymore <laughs> that's so true sometimes I top. throw a
2: sometimes I throw a little everything bagel seasoning on that
3: that's just a
2: little
0: elevated piggy in the blanket. <laughs> I buy mine from Trader Joe's, just saying.
2: Ooh, those are really good.
1: Trader Joe's.
0: Wait, so it's really like Vienna sausages? It's not little weenie, little.
2: No, weenies? it's those weenies like the boars it's, had little weenies. Yeah, it's like the little yeah.
1: Hillshire yeah farm Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little... I shouldn't have
2: said Vienna. That's a completely yeah, like different they've, animal. They've yeah. been
1: in that water for years. Yeah, Where desserts Most are what we, we mainly do because all of the other moms. As much as we love them, know, they know that our family is the dessert family. And so they bring all of the non-dessert items. And then we just focus on baking
2: cookies. So we had a similar tradition. Ours was actually on Christmas night. But my our extended family, some are good cooks, some are really not. Mm-hmm. So my mom just kind of combined everybody together on her side, on his side, And we had everybody over so that my mom could control the food.
0: Again, back to the control freaks. Wanting to use her recipes and Mm -hmm. nobody else's.
2: No one else cooks as good as I do. So I'm just going to kill two birds with one stone. We'd have the family presents and the dinner. And then we'd all invite our friends over. And my parents would invite all their friends over. And it just became this huge party. Drunk fest. Yeah. Towards, you know, our older years, a drunk fest. And dad absolutely hated every second of it.
0: Well he hated it because it was kind of like your situation with the blind cleanings and stuff because it's like Christmas morning, Santa Claus would come, we'd open our presents, and then five minutes after opening the presents, mom would be like, Okay, get this shit out of here and get it to, you know, get it to your rooms because we got people coming in a few hours. And then it was like Boom, you're like, you know, doing the chores and I you know, my chore always seemed to be like cleaning the dog hair up, you know, out of the corners <laughs> and I don't know. It was just Mine
2: mine was always lighting the candles that's around a, that's
0: the house. fair. That's a lot easier. <laughs> I was uh,
3: younger. Did Saint laurie have any sayings like that that resonate with you to this day? I mean, there are two things that stick out to me and you know, she'll probably blush a little when she hears this, but oh, bring of, it. One of her favorites is just oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's like a very panicked. And when yeah. we were little, it was, oh, crap. And But she would tell us that we can say crap because it's not actually her favorite word. We'll, her, we'll learn her favorite word when we're older. <laughs> and that was shit. That's <laughs> awesome. And That's at awesome. what age did it change to shit? Yes, good Ooh. question. Honestly, like probably college, I would after say. After but high school. it's because when Peter was so young. young. Again, I right. feel like a horrible, horrible mom. <laughs> okay, yeah, but... We heard her say it before then. It was just like and not under until, the breath. Yeah. Type thing. Not mm-hmm. until like Audrey was in college, really. Would it be something she says around now? Whereas Peter's just like, mom, because now my mom will just say it freely and she doesn't care. So I think one of the biggest ones is whenever you do something a little bit naughty. So we can call her St. Lori, but her middle name is Jean. And whenever whenever you get into like a little bit funny, Lori, we call her Lori Jean. We're like little <laughs> LJ i love she's, her multiple personalities. It's her so she right. looks at you and she puts her finger up and she goes, oh, hell points, hell points. <laughs> oh, and you know, in that moment, you're like, mm, and she just gets this little smirk on her face and like tilts her head a little bit with her finger up. And she just goes, Oh, hell points. <laughs> and you just know you what know. qualifies as hell points. Oh, mm, I think, you know, if you lie or she's like, you know, Rachel, did you do that? And you're like, well, yeah, I did. And she's like, mm, I already went up to your room. I know you didn't. And she'll get you like, mm, help points. <laughs> you just lied to your mother. And you're like, oh. Did she keep track of the help points? No. Not on paper. And I think it's time for dessert.
2: I do too. Okay, now it's dessert time. Y'all have shared some great stories about Mama St. Laurie, And we want to do some rapid fire questions to uh, get this thing closed. One word to describe your mom. Audrey, let's start with you.
3: Oh, goodness. Um, Nurturing. Mm, Sounds like it. Rachel? I would say empathetic. Sam? I think
4: I would go with caring. Those are all awesome. I love that.
0: I definitely got that from all of the stories that you've shared with us today. All of those. Sam, uh, who's her favorite child? I know she doesn't have one, but everybody has an opinion on who they think their mom's favorite is. At least it's that way in my house.
4: Hmm, mom's favorite. I almost think like we could all say ourselves that Peter is the favorite child. (laughs) And more or less because we've all got to kind of raise him together. And my mom tells everybody that we she was like, I got to raise Peter. But at the same time, the girls were old enough to help me. And it's like, just a family like, Oh, Peter's the favorite, and I'm sure he will love to hear that. Yeah. And but he knows it at the same point, And we are all perfectly fine with that as well.
3: Yeah, I love Peter being the favorite. That's, yeah. oh,
2: That's he's sweet. Oh, he was kind of like the, the product of the best people raising him, like yeah. your parents, yes. you gals. OK, who makes mom laugh the most, Rachel?
3: We all have different things that we're very funny. And like Sam can hands down make my mom laugh the hardest because Sam has laughing fits where she just sheds <laughs> tears like she will be hyperventilating crying from laughing and it just makes my mom lose it so like in that regard sam i will do like the silliest things and then peter just has like the best one-liners and then audrey definitely has the most like chit chat with my mom in the kitchen banter things where i think they really have good banter so i think it depends on the moment but if you were just the amount of time my mom's laughing, I would probably give the trophy to Peter, which will probably be a
4: common answer in these questions.
2: I love that. Sam, do you have any great advice that your mom gave you?
4: I think that more or less, she just always wants you to do what you like most and like believe in yourself In most. I started college as a kinesiology major and I remember I was taking organic chemistry and all these things that I was, I called my parents and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah. And my parents drove up the next day from Dallas to Fayetteville, Arkansas, Mm -hmm. where we Audrey and I both went to the University of Arkansas. And I remember we went and sat and ate lunch. And they talked to me like, what do you want to do? Mm. And I think we were lucky enough to have a mom and dad that, you know, they weren't telling us we needed to be an engineer, we needed to be this, all these different things. And I was like, I think I want to change to be an art major. They didn't make us feel bad for anything that we wanted to do and really made sure that we, you know, felt confident in our decisions, no matter what it was. That's, That's so awesome. awesome. Well, ladies, I, th- I don't think we can thank you enough for being here today. I think
0: what I think what I'm taking away is that St. Laurie was just this beautiful, generous woman who raised three beautiful, creative, caring daughters and that a son. have just been, and a son, but today <laughs> we're talking to the daughters, Peter. that it's just been such a pleasure to hear these stories. And it's been special. I can speak for, on behalf of Whitney and I, that it's, it's just always so special to get a window into, you know, our guests' lives and to hear these incredible stories. And I hope that you've enjoyed telling them and, and that you have this little piece to share with St. Laurie. So thank you so much for being on Hey Sis, Eat This. And we will sign off as we always do. with love you, love your show. Hey, Court, I love you, love your show. All right, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but... Only if it's positive.
2: Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at com. And don't forget to call into the HeySis hotline at 866 4HeySis with funny mama stories or kitchen conundrums of your own.